Hey guys, welcome to episode 13. Today I wanted to begin with uh, a message. And we've talked about motivation, we talked about fundamentals of fitness, we've talked about a lot of different things. Today, the message, as always, is to challenge yourself to do things that you want to do to in order to accomplish your dreams. Surround yourself, so I always tell you guys, surround yourselves by people that uplift you, they provide you knowledge, provide you that nugget that I always talk about. Uh, they say that failure is the number one cause for people to win in life. Failure, as I've mentioned before, is a must in order to really learn how to succeed at the things that you're not good at yet. You know, they always talk about that chain effect where you surround yourself with people that are a little bit maybe smarter and more, or maybe not even smarter, but more knowledgeable. Immediately, you will rise up to that occasion and, and be that much more knowledgeable in life or whatever that subject matter you're trying to learn about. You want to be around people that have the same vision. Uh, I learned a lot in my fitness training from people that I started surrounding myself and learning and doing my own research through uh, small failures in my fitness journey. I learned significant amount of, of uh, information and things that uh, I wish I would have known back when I started earlier on. Uh, today, we bring you a very special episode to me, to my heart, because um I started learning about hormone balance, scientific approach to fitness. It was all by listening to these three gentlemen that I, we have here today. And uh, of course, my coach, Jason Theobald, which I've learned a lot through the years. And uh, I thank him for that. Um, I feel now that we're in a place or I'm in basically in a place uh, where I'm knowledgeable enough to really pay it forward with Hard Facts Fitness and Team Amino Pure. Today, we will have fun. Today, we will dig deep and dive into what drove these three fine gentlemen um, into doing what they do now. And that's basically excelling at their craft, helping people across the country, not only reach their, their goals and their dreams, but the approaches that they took in order to, to, to accomplish this. So this is a, a very special episode to me. Um, I am very proud to be um, in connection and linked and being a uh, sponsor of uh, the Excellence Cartel and having them on Harfax Fitness and continuing to bridge the gap between health and fitness and bringing different teams and different knowledgeable people that can help primarily you, the listener, in order for you to improve your journey. With that being said, welcome to the three finest group of guys that I know uh, in this field of fitness and science, if you want to call it. Welcome to the Excellence Cartel. Welcome to episode 13. Welcome to episode 13. What a great episode we have today. Sonia, how are you? I'm spectacular. Spectacular. You look very nerdy today. Beautiful nerdy today with the glasses and the hoodie on. You don't want to see me. I look like a nerd that just robbed a bank. He's <laughs> <laughs> always like, you look nerdy. I'm like, I look like this all the time, dude. No, you don't look nerdy all the time. Kind of monkish. Yeah, she does have a little bit of a Seattle twist. Yeah, she probably yeah, went out yeah. or something. Yeah. I was exploring the microdosing land yesterday and just <laughs> had a really, yeah, really interesting night. Okay. In any case, so what's going on? Let's start with a little bit of news here. 
What's going on with you, Sonia? What are you What are you currently been up to? Give us a little update on your early microdosing. Yeah. So to be super honest, <laughs> um, super busy with work. I have a lot of a lot of functional clients that are coming on. So like a lot of lab work and just reviews and stuff like that this weekend and getting some client protocols out. I started moving a lot of people that were struggling. I talked to Jeff over to meal plans. Like I was so tired of fucking going six weeks. And I'm like, we're still not even close to hitting these macros that I just been moving people over. And it's like night and day. And I know Jason, that's what you do. Like, especially with healing, it's like on functional, it's, I build it, (laughs) especially with gen pop. I'm like, no alcohol. And they're like, just wine and a martini. Like the other day it was like, I'm looking into food log and it was like Panera grilled cheese sandwich and a, <laughs> and a lemon drop for lunch. Nice. And it literally, the message was like, Hey coach, I'm feeling defeated. No progress. Is that-. And I'm like, <laughs> and we're like in a SIBO case. And I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? I'm like, so yeah, we're just like, I'm no, like I, I'm. Well, the guy. gluten and dairy I asked you not to have was at lunch. And then you filled it up with sugar. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and that's all you ate the whole day. <laughs> and I'm like, did you even track? So just locking it down. So it's been a lot of work, but the feedback I've had on my class, it's like night and day. People are like, I feel amazing. I'm eating more food. They're not really right. They're always like, I'm eating more food. You're just eating different. So that's why do you think I do that with functional clients? Yeah, man. I was like, dude, I should have, this is just <laughs> things I wish I would have like, whatever I'm learning. Right. Okay. But, I think it's uh, different. I think it's different when you're doing gen pop, especially if we're people that a lot of the people that we that that we deal with we yeah. actually uh, a lot of our customer base with team amino pure um they're at that br- bridging that gap between hey i want to get better i want to get fit but it's like the first thing be, even before we talk about know, nutrition yeah. it's lifestyle man yeah it's lifestyle that they need to learn right because you know I, i've had i had i've had somebody tell me i think i, I might have mentioned it before it's like well you know I, I hit my protein content but i couldn't take the dry chicken all the time so i substituted with thighs right mm-hmm. and and, it, and you're right. kind of laughing a little bit saying well i'm gr- i'm glad that you kind of hit the protein intake but Thighs and chicken breasts have very different yeah. fat content, right? And so- I break it out so they can see the macros and I leave notes in there and I'm actually like letting them know like this is like this is an avocado. This is a protein and a, or I'm sorry, this is a fat and a carb. So they'll so so they're learning and it's actually been really, really good. And I have them still track along so they can make swaps and I can see it. But um, and then honestly, psilocybins are like all, all through the West coast. There's so much going on right now with the decriminal. First of all, in Seattle, they decriminalization all drugs, but, but not hallucinogenic. So now that is that now something to move into. And I think the next thing is going to be the next big wave is the legalization of it. So I'm kind of, it's the West Coast. I don't know how it is in Kentucky, but why don't we can talk about that next? Why don't we let me give you guys a quick update on, on Team Amino Pure and the stuff that we've been working on? We had a big launch over this weekend. Uh, we launched a full entire SARMS line, uh, which I I was blown away by how many people use SARMS, as a matter of fact. Um, just had a great, great success on with that line. I'm all, I think we're probably sold out of MK already and um, uh, GW, which a lot of people like. So that was good. We also launched, I think, about 10 different peptides. Uh, big on HEH frag, almost sold out on that. DSIP is one of the peptides that I just started trying for the last four days, and I'm super high on that, man. That delta-inducing sleep agent, uh, 200 micrograms into the fat, and I sleep maybe not longer, but deeper. I can tell the difference. I mean, definitely, because I'm, I'm a light sleeper anyway. 
Um, and it's been, it's so far as I've been very impressed with it. Very impressed because, uh, my sleep has always been an issue with me. So that was really good. Uh, other stuff that we've done that we're doing right now, we just launching a partnership with Rejuvenate HRT, um, booked already for July Friday, our, our launch date, the launch date for Rejuvenate HRT booked for July 2nd. Uh, and we are taking uh, appointments uh, all the way through July already. So we're excited about that, about our partnership. Chris Neal is going to be back to do, hopefully we're going to try to do a live uh, Q&A. So Sony, if you want to be a part of that, you're more than welcome to as well. Uh, but I think that's going to be exciting because we get a lot of hormone questions on DMs through uh, Team Amino Pure. How do we do this? What's better for this? What's better for that? So we're excited about that. We're excited about the partnership. Uh, I think things are growing, moving in the right direction. Our goal, as always, is bridging the gap between health and fitness, and I think we're accomplishing that. And with that being said, all of that being said, I want to introduce you guys formally to the Excellence Cartel guys. Uh, I want to say hi first. Jay, why don't you? I know you've been here before. Why don't you introduce yes. yourself first and uh, give us a little bit uh, about you, your company, as I mentioned before, and your goal with the Excellence Cartel. What is what? What do you? What are you from from a Jason standpoint? What are you trying to accomplish with the Excellence Cartel? What, then we'll go yeah. up to Jeff. Yes. Yeah, so. Jason Theobald. Um, I think I was on like a hormones episode with Chris Neal and maybe one other. Um, I own Scooby Prep, um, nutrition consulting, do a lot in the functional field with that, but I also prep bodybuilders and I kind of call myself like a hybrid coach. Um, part owner of New Ethics Formulations. If you haven't checked us out, newethics.com, that's what's in that X, not an ICS. Um, and I am an IFBB pro and coach myself, obviously, and have a few other businesses I have ownership in. I've been, you know, we started the TEC from, from ground up, all us three. And um, at the beginning, we were going to do nothing but business angle. And we still do a lot of that. But now we kind of have taken on, I feel like, the role to, to educate not only coaches, but just physique athletes in general. Like I know coaches benefit heavily from TEC, but also any physique athlete would as well. So we're really just trying to say, Hey, here's how you can do this. But then here's how some of the fundamental health things you may have to keep in line with yourself. Um, but I feel like, you know, that's what we kind of do is we kind of help educate and get the word out there so that there's, you know, just good protocols and good coaches. Badass. You're getting ready for a show, right, Jay? Uh, I, I, so I kind of like the way I do my things is I kind of just, um, start pulling little things here and there, maybe start moving a little more. That's the phase I'm in right now. Like if my kids want to go get ice cream, I'm still getting a small ice cream. Uh, but like, I didn't get a blizzard last time. I just got like, I got a few like fudge on it and some things. And so I just start making these little small, I pulled coffee creamer. I still just making these small little changes and get moving. And I start leaning out just from that. About August 1, I'll get real serious. And then, like, it's on every single macro. Everything's tracked. I won't – if I eat out, it's just going to be, like, protein and veggies. I'll figure out the carbs later type thing. Um, that'll start August 1, and I'd like to be ready for the San Antonio Pro on the 25th. But if I'm ready earlier, say in a, four weeks, then I'll hop in something September 1. And for, for, for all of you guys that don't follow Jason uh, Scooby Prep, check him out on Instagram. Jason looks like he could go on stage – anytime <laughs> the dude is like tracking your off season like are you like on an app tracking or are you just kind of mental track or i'll be honest with you i mental track because i know what i need like I right know. now like basically my diet doesn't change year round it's like i eat if i'm in prep i get up and have my shake iso perfect with cream of rice and some mct if i'm in prep i'm gonna have the same thing just less of it 
And then I might pull one Gatorade in training instead of two. And post-workout, instead of have 100 grams of cream of rice right now, I might end up doing 70. So, like, I kind of can just dial in my body, but that's some years of get, being so consistent with it. I don't have to be super anal. There was a time when I tracked every Maco all right. offseason. And, and, and not only that, but you kind of know your body already. I think that's well, 100%. Half, yeah. of the, half of the battle. And I always say, and we were talking about this in the previous episode with, with Sonia, is understanding your body, understanding the way that your body functions. And everything and, I, and and again i'm gonna give you i'm gonna give jason major props because everything that i've learned and i'm continuing to learn I, I i expect myself to be a very good hormone specialist by next year because i'm learning so much on a daily basis but everything i've learned from a hormone manipulation standpoint is, is due to jason basically it's things that we've tackled on on my body whether it was SIBO or or uh, uh, insulin sensitivity or insensitivity all of that you know comes into play and one of the things we mentioned in the previous episode was uh, understanding your body. And I think people try to do too much. And now I've been kind of playing with my, as busy as I've been the last couple of weeks, I've been playing primarily with keeping my cortisol levels low yep. and taking time off when necessary. I don't push six days. I do four days a week, sometimes if necessary. And I noticed the changes from a physiological standpoint before it was push, push more, 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 more. I learned that from, from, from this guy right here, right? Because it's, it's a matter of understanding your own body. So everything he said is, is great. If you guys don't follow Jason, on, uh, Jason, f- check him out as, at, uh, on Instagram. It's what Scooby prep. Scooby prep one underscore IFBB pro. Awesome. Awesome. Check him out. Um, Jeff, how are you doing a quick introduction of who you are and, uh, let's give it a shot. Yeah. All right. So uh, my name is Jeffrey Stu. Um, I own First Call Out Fitness. Uh, much like Jason, I do a lot of hormonal fixes. So working with people with like Hashimoto's and, and PMS or PMDD, endometriosis, all that kind of good stuff. Right. Um, I also do contest prep. So I've been coaching since 2013, getting better and better each year. I still have, you know, miles and miles of improvement left, I think. Uh, just like, you know, any good coach would admit. And I think that's one of the, the great things about the excellence cartel in that we're trying to promote a culture of consistent and constant education, just never believing that, you know, it all, there's always something new to learn. There's always some other way that you can get better either technically or, you know, building your team culture or thinking business-wise, strategy-wise, whatever. And that's what we're all about. And um, I think, you know, we're going to, you know, you're going to see a lot more partnerships with uh, both individuals and companies from the Exxon's cartel moving forward, because, you know, there are only so many times you can talk about cortisol or like the thyroid or whatever. Right. So we got to reach out there and connect with other people and partner up and get that synergistic uh, impact going. And that's what you're going to see. So one of the things that I've noticed about the Exxon's cartel and um, to me, and I think I mentioned it in my in my in my intro uh, I started listening to their excellence cartel early on. I think I've been with Jason for what, three, four years now. Um, and, and just started picking up little things. Right. And a lot of the, the information that you guys give out is competitors, business aspect, et cetera, et cetera. What we're trying to do. And, and, and it's really what created us starting Harfax fitness. The difference I think between your, the excellence cartel and Harfax fitness is we, what we're trying to do is bring the, the, the protocols and that the, the, the pros and PC competitors use bring it into mainstream. A lot of our cu- customer base are people that have been looking for ways to get in shape or get fit and utilizing different approaches. So when we started Hard Facts Fitness, the, the, the 
outcome of that was a lot of DMs from people saying, I had no idea. I mean, I'm eating a thousand calories, right? So we talk about how to make sure that you're not in starvation mode. Um, so a little bit different perspective, I guess, in, 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 in audience, if you want to call it. So with that being said, because I would say about 70 to 70% of the people that listen to us are people, I don't want to call them newbies. I want to say people that are trying to improve their lifestyle. Fitness enthusiasts. Fitness enthusiasts. And I love that. That's actually very good because I, I'm trying to get away from the word dieting unless we're talking to people that are trying to get into a contest prep. I want to get more and in, in really infuse it in people's minds, get more into lifestyle. This is a lifestyle, right? I woke up today, I did my cardio, had my oatmeal, kind of like what Jason said. I eat the same thing every day. And if I start noticing make, noticing different things, I tweak whatever I feel like I need to tweak, right? Uh, because I've, I'm starting to learn my body even now at 42, I'm starting to learn my body a little bit more and more every single time. And that's key. So let me ask you guys both a question. For, for our fitness enthusiasts mm-hmm. that don't compete, Jason, let's start with you. What is the message that you can give our, our, our listening audience in terms of how to improve uh, their, their fitness journey? What is the one thing that you think can you can provide to them in that, that they could benefit from with all the years of experience that you have? I mean, here's the thing you can hire a coach and that's, that's cool, but you need to take ownership of your own journey too. And you got to become educated. Um, you know, talk to people, uh, you know, sometimes like just be, I mean, I know myself, like, just because someone hits me up and I ain't, they ain't, they're not necessarily ready to hire me. If they ask me a question or two, I answer it. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying every coach will, but I do like, you know, so don't be afraid to talk to people, get some education, but you know, you might need a coach eventually. But my point is get educated about your journey. Like if you think, you know, we all start somewhere, but like, that's why I feel like I got to where I was because I always was so thirsty to figure out a better way to do something and to improve my physique with it. If you're trying to truly improve your physique, you are going to have to keep getting more educated because there's always more expertise and things that you can learn to go up to the next level. Um, the next thing is it's consistency, right? Like, uh, like consistency on diet, nutrition. If you have a bad day, that's okay. Get back to being consistent. 90%, you know, is, is, is great. If you have, if you're off 10%, that gives you like four or five meals to be off a week. So don't beat yourself down. Just stay consistent and always learn about your journey as well. Don't just rely on other people to spoon feed it. You've got to get in the trenches and read and get educated and then apply it with consistent effort and you can build an excellent physique. Yeah. I think it's one of the main things too to like drive home on like what Jason says. It's like, look for education, not looking for answers, right? Because a lot of times people are like, just tell me what to eat. Just tell me what to eat. And it's funny because actually when I started dating my boyfriend, he's like, no, your podcasts are good, but like, or your, your posts are good. But he's like, they're just like, just like make them a little bit smaller, like a little, just more like simple. And I'm like, like what? Don't eat pineapple. It makes you fat. And he's like, exactly. And I was like, but that is not the truth. Right. There's an education part. I was like, people want the answers, but if somebody's just like, don't eat this, do eat that. There's no education. Like I can't tell you how many people are like eating bars and shakes from certain companies. And then they're being told not to eat fruit because it is sugar. When the second ingredient yeah. bar is sugar. And you're like, are you even, you're not even learning about any of this. So look for education and how things affect your body and the biofeedback. And don't just look for the answer that you want that fits the goal or the trend that time. 
No, that's, that's, that's the key. I think that um, there's only so much we can cover on a podcast and, you know, we hope that you're listening to us. I know that you are, but obviously because you're, you're, you're listening to us, uh, but, but getting formed with different coaches that, you know, are going to provide different feedback and you're going to learn different angles there. I had a DM that says, okay, I'm, I'm eating clean. I'm eating well, but I'm not losing weight. Uh, I've incorporated cliff bars, which I think cliff bars are probably the worst bars in the in the world, but that's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like, what, tell that's me what are going to sponsor you. <laughs> what are the bad foods? And I'm like, well, there's no really like a bad food, right? There's things that are less nutritious. There's things that are more nutritious, but I mean, if you dial it all in and hit your macros, you're going to have some response. We're talking about hitting macros versus what's more nutritious, whether you eat 50 grams of sugar or you eat sweet potatoes that have more nutrients, right? So understanding those things, and you can only get so much out of a podcast, you're going to have to do your research. So I, I can't, I can't agree more with Sonia and Jason on that. Do your research, pick a topic and, and just learn a little bit. I think a lot of times we try to learn too much of something and it overwhelms us. So learn a little bit more every single time you become a little bit more broader in that, in that perspective. Jeff, what about you? What can you share? Uh, for, for long-term success for Gen Pop, I would say stick to the basics. I think, um, you know, there's a lot of information out there and no doubt you should always educate and strive to be better, but there's also, you know, to, to someone new to all of this, it's, it's almost overwhelming, right? You know, what source to listen to. And I would urge, you know, take small steps like with anything, but if you can master, you know, controlling your stress, you know, sleeping well, eating fairly healthy, eliminating alcohol and processed foods, you can go a really, really long way. Um, before even diving into Dutch tests or looking at adrenal insufficiency or thinking you have SIBO or some parasitic infection, uh, you know, a lot of people who I come across as my clients, they are just people who haven't mastered the basics. And in their mind, they think that there's some horrible disease that's wrong with them, but it's really just inconsistency on the basics. So if you can do the basics, you can go a really long way. And then if you get stuck, hire a coach. Yeah, for sure. I think that's another thing too, is I think a lot of people are like with all the stuff and like functional health and the direction it's going, it's really easy for people to be like, I have PCOS and I have insulin sensitivity and all these things. And then it's really like, like you just said, it's that you're so far away from the basics and you may be good one day and so far off the next day that it's like, we just get lifestyle, remove trigger foods, like basic stuff from your diet. And all of a sudden the gut's working again. Right. Obviously there's exceptions, like, but a lot of times it can be that. So um, question for both of you guys. We're going to do some funny and some random ones too. If your parents had to describe what you did for a living and Jeff, we'll start with you. What would they say you do for a living? I'm not a doctor. <laughs> uh, he disappointed I, I mean, them. <laughs> my parents even like, you know, my parents own the sushi restaurant, right. And they have like some, some fairly like, you know, well-to-do customers. And they always see me driving around, you know, in my car and park there and stuff. They're like, what does your son do for work? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, yeah, he's a personal trainer. And then, and then they're like, what? He's <laughs> a drug dealer. Yeah. I guess that's what they say. I'm a personal trainer. So whatever. <laughs> Jason, what about you? I think they, I think for years it was like, so I was a lawyer, right? And I was building this business. And I mean, the business was already more successful than, you know, the lawyer gig, but they would still tell everyone, Oh, my, my son's a lawyer. And, <laughs> and, you know, I gave that up. So now they have to say something. I'm assuming they probably say he helps people online with their nutrition. Um, but I really don't know. That's a good question. He probably, they probably say, you know, he just helps people with their nutrition. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but I think I, I think I disappointed them for a minute when I, 
when I quit, but you know, I gave it 15 years and was like, yeah, good riddance. Yeah, for sure. All right. Best options for birth control. And then we'll start with Jason. We'll just kind of go back and forth and why. So best, let's just say first and second, but why first and second? Oh, I hate this question. Um, so, I mean, I guess it, this assumes like they have to take birth control and they won't. Yeah. Use, so let's like, just a, say like, they won't use like um, an app and check, track their ovulation. And right. Yeah. And I mean, all, so this isn't necessarily prescription birth control. So like we can talk about that. It's like, okay. So right. well, then what I mean, about not using birth control tracking, run. <laughs> run. Basil. Yeah. you know, uh, there's apps where you can track, you know, your cycle. Um, <laughs> and, um, you know, that would be something that, you know, I would say would be the best because there's just so much hormonal ramifications yeah. of birth control. Um, and, you know, you just abstain then from those five to six day window when the female's fertile to have a child. Um, right. Then if it were me using this method, I'd still pull out, though, even on the other days, you're supposed to be good. So yeah. you've got the app tracked and then you've got that. That's, yeah. you know, that's and one option. The next, temperature as well. Yeah. Yeah. The next I would say, and there's still people that are that have reactions to this. All right. So don't say he said that was great. But the copper IUD, uh, because it's non-hormonal. But again, there are some people who have reactions to mm -hmm. copper. So, you know, um, that would be my second one. I just am not a huge fan of it. Um, I feel like, you know, I got asked the other day, well, you know, if someone takes Mirena versus, you know, this one or that one, do you see better outcomes? I'm like, not really. Over time, they all kind of drive down. So like, I can't really say that, you know, just a progestin base is better or progestin and estradiol. Cause I've seen over time, they all just kind of end in the same spot. Yeah. So I'm not real. I'm not real sure. Maybe Sue has one that he likes the best in terms of the ones that are actually hormonal. Um, but I really don't. I run away from that question. I, I had somebody ask me that question. I said, you know what? I don't want to share my opinion because I don't want anybody to say, he said, <laughs> Jeff, what about you? We're, we're, so let's just say this. I'm a girl and I'm coming to you and I'm like, I know I need to get off birth control because you talk a lot about it. What's my next best option and why? Like if we're talking hormonal, I would say, um, you know, well, copper ID is not hormonal, right? So I would no. say Mirena, the next one on, and then maybe a, uh, a mini pill, meaning it's progestin only. And I say that because um, if you understand how the menstrual cycle works, you need estrogen to have the LH surge to have ovulation. And then with ovulation, you have the corpus luteum, which pumps out progesterone. So when you have a combo pill, which has ethanol estradiol and some sort of synthetic progestin, which is derived from androgens, right? So you shut down both hormones and both need to make a recovery, right? Estrogen needs to make the recovery first for progesterone to make the recovery down the line. So then when you're taking a combo pill, you're shutting both down. My theory is like if you're just taking a, a mini pill, a progestin only, and there's different like generations of them, all right? Some of them being more androgenic than others. So if you take that, you're just shutting down progesterone. You still have some estrogen going on. So maybe your rebound, your recovery would be a little bit quicker. But like Jason said, it's a mix. Like it's so individual, like how people react, how their how their affinity to, to androgens are and like, you know, their basic like uh, uh, resilience, I guess, to, to being shut down uh, – having their HPO axis shut down um, and then bouncing back. It's so individualistic that it's almost a crapshoot. So I say, you know, if you can avoid birth control at all, do FAM fertility awareness method, 
Otherwise, do copper IED, then maybe Mirena, then maybe Nexplan, which is the implant that usually goes in the arm. I think too, like another thing is, is if you're really in a place where you're not looking to have a child for a while or, or, or like you're a little bit older or anything like that, like, and you're, you know, cause I deal with, with people that are like, I don't know, 30, 36, 37, 38, 30, it's like, they're not planning on having a kid or maybe they just don't want a kid at all. And they're not in a relationship. The vasectomy option is a great option. I'm just saying it's reversible. If you're with somebody and you already have kids and they already have kids and it's not really something that Ron's face is like. I got it. It's it's I'm I'm just saying because I I'm getting older, but I still want a kid. So to me, it's probably more. But but I, mean, I don't know. You might want to cycle off some of the stuff. I'm just saying, bro. You know but, what I tell you? You know what I tell girls? I'm just like, hey, listen, I'm a bodybuilder. I take steroids, and if you take steroids, your nuts don't work. So <laughs> yeah, I can't get you pregnant. Right, right. My uh, don't rely on that. Not take HCG. There's ten percent of men that are still extremely fertile. Let me tell you. Yeah, I have had friends who like yeah, little trend babies. Actually. Give with a My daughter's dad thing. was when when I got pregnant. It's like a miracle I even got pregnant, and I'm pretty sure it's because of a little trend. Maybe my kid's a beast, but but honestly, like the vasectomy option is another option that I think people don't even think about. And then they're like, oh yeah, for example, Ron, it's like cool. Like, but do you want a kid in the next year, two, three years, four years? You're good question. Probably not. You're in the middle of building a business. You're like it's it's just different. So it's like it's an option that also like if you're not in a serious relationship, it saves you too. Because let's be real, it's expensive. <laughs> not everyone's it's expensive, out there, right, Jay? Being <laughs> wrapping their willy, you know what I mean? But it's expensive. Yeah. No, I, I I hear you guys. That's a good question, actually. And it's it doesn't really affect anything. Like it is reversible. So I think I would go that route if I if I was convinced that hey. You know, I'm getting to that point where it's probably not going to happen. I would definitely contemplate that. I mean, it's safety. You don't want to have kids all over the place. Not that I mean, I, do, I would. Or, right. You know, There's the cup to the. Um, diaphragm. Diaphragm. Thank yeah. you. You're yeah. Welcome. Haven't used it. I don't know. I, I don't know either. I've seen it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure how that all works. Anyways, here we are on this. I hear it works. I've seen it. I just don't know whether it works or not. But I mean, have you felt it? Have you, you know, um, no. Actually, now that I think about it, I didn't. I didn't feel it. I didn't feel it. Uh, I do. I mean, you feel it at your ease sometimes. You know, you do. I do. Well, I do. I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, sometimes it depends. I think it depends on the person, it depends on the female too. But I mean, we're 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 getting off topic here. Let's get oh, let's, let's bring it I back. Gotta, I got um, All right, Jeff. Jeff. Yes. What are some things that you feel people commonly misunderstand about you? Misunderstand about me? Mm-hmm. I, I think people understand me pretty well. Um, I can be I can be kind of a joker on my social media. But, you know, I, I back that up with obviously performance and knowledge and results so I can kind of get away with that. Uh, I think people might think I'm an asshole, which I can be. Um, but truly, I, I come from a good place. I don't try to I'm not trying to hurt anybody or or, you know, um, do anything malicious. Um, so, yeah, I think that could be the only thing, because, you know, I can be pretty confrontational. Um, you know, I've had some some confrontations like with my business and with other people in the industry and stuff like that. I know I'm no stranger to controversy, uh, but I keep growing year over year. So it hasn't stopped me or hindered me one bit. Yeah. 
Jason, what about, what about you? Um, you know, I can't really say that I'm probably under misunderstood to my clients. They know I'm pretty straightforward and kind of, you know, to the point. So, um, I'm, I'm going to say, what do people misunderstand about me? I was trying to think about this and I'm still not hundred percent sure. Um, probably that I think people think because when you own a ton of businesses that you're going to just be working from, you know, 6am to midnight all the time. And, you know, I think I do a pretty good job of balancing my tasks. I could be better, but I am not working those kind of hours. And I think sometimes people think that when they first start talking to me. Um, but I do, I am able to find time to sit, um, relax at night. I think it's important. Um, so I think that's one misunderstanding that people think probably I don't have any shutdown time and that's not quite true. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think you have to have that and I'm learning that as I go along. (laughs) Yeah. You better. (laughs) I burnt out my first two years. You burn out. out. Go ahead. Go ahead, Sonia. There's a time to push and then there's a time to not like, I'm sure in the beginning you just would grind all the time. Right. And then I had the other job too. Yeah, you have to though. I mean, from a, from an entrepreneur yeah. standpoint, we talk a little bit about entrepreneurship here. Uh, from an entrepreneur standpoint, when you're starting a business, yep. you it's a different it's a different ball game. I mean, if you're not willing to put in the hours to to get that thing up and running, right, you're probably not in the right business. It takes a lot of effort. I mean, we're we're seeing it with with Team Amino Pure, the amount of work that goes into getting a line up and running and get, bringing product in and making sure that it's good quality product, and and then you answering questions and it, it takes it's a lot. But at the same time, you also need to have that balance, and that's what I'm. I earlier on, I used to struggle a lot when I shut it down and say like, you know what, this is going to be there tomorrow morning, yeah. and I'm fried. You need to just shut it down. I need some me time, whether it's just sitting on my couch doing nothing, watching TV or whatever it is. And the funny thing is I, where, where I struggle the most is I'll be there sitting on my couch watching TV and that phone is just like, bing, bing, bing. And you're like, I'm not paying attention to it. But then I grab the phone and I'm like, okay, what? Yeah. <laughs> so it, it, it's it's like I, with, the, with my watch, I have trainer eyes and it connects and it's like, I had to disconnect it because I didn't even realize it, but it, like it goes off and it's like Instagram and this and that and that and that. And it's like a constant, just like thing. Like I even turn noise off on my phone because I can't hear it all day long. It's so distracting, but then this will ding me. And it's funny because you don't ever necessarily like realize it sometimes until someone else says it. And then, you know, I, my boyfriend's like, dude, your watch is like always, you're just like in the middle of talking and you'll stop and look. And it's like, so hard to even focus on what you're saying because you're constantly stopping. And I turned all my notifications off and I was like, fuck, I should have done that so long ago. Like, it's amazing when you're not, when you're so connected to technology all the time, what like almost like low grade anxiety it adds in. Yeah. It's easy to get it. It's easy. It's easy to allow that to get away from you because if you allow it, it'll consume you. And I think you need to find a balance from even from a coaching standpoint where you know, you can't expect your coach to be there 24 hours a day because he has a life, yeah. right? Uh, now we're starting a, a, a huge project with Team Amino Pure. So it's a little bit of a different story where I'm working with my partners until three in the morning, right? Some some days because we have a deadline. But once that gets going, right, you hope that, hey, there is a nine to five or a nine to six hour time frame that we're gonna, we're willing to answer any questions. Right. So it, it's, 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 a, it's a juggling act. It really is. And I think that uh, both have probably been through that. All three of you guys have probably been through that. Oh, definitely. Um, I'm just not there now. 
Uh, it's a different story. I mean, you've been doing it for what now, Jay? 15 years? Yes. <laughs> yes, I have. Yeah. I definitely spent a lot of time on social media, but I don't mind it. I actually like really like it. I'm, I'm pretty much addicted to it. I want to admit, which is why I'm so good at it. And so I'll clock in like sometimes like 14 hours on, on Instagram on some days. And, you know, for those of you who follow me, I'm always on there. Always. My oh, you are. Yeah. I, I, I've seen Jeff, you're posting things on Sunday. <laughs> every day. Every day. I don't stop. But, and, but I, I love it. It doesn't seem like work to me. I think like from an entrepreneurial or business owner perspective, I think at some point you have to put away the tasks and say, okay, well, it's, you know, eight o'clock at night. It's time to shut things down. But from that like business owners, like thought process, I don't think any of us actually stops ever thinking about how we can improve our brands or, uh, you know, what other things we can improve and streamline in terms of processes. Like when I'm out on a walk or if I'm sitting at dinner, some idea pops in my head, I have to write it down in my notes. You know, I'm always thinking about the business, although I'm not always doing tasks. There's a difference. That's a million percent. I mean, a million percent. I think that you, you in a way you have to, because it's your business and it consumes you. Like always trying to find ways of improving your, your, your craft or, you know, better packaging or better this or answering questions. Like I I'll do it a lot too. And every time what I've noticed is you tend to start targeting different people at different times. Cause not everybody just going to check your message and that we've seen an increase actually by doing that, uh, breaking down. I I look at a lot of patterns. Okay. I'm, I'm a numbers guy. I look at patterns. I check out, you know, uh, how many men, how many women, what days, Wednesdays and Sundays, trends, uh, m- trends absolutely. Monday morning. I want to make sure that I have some of these ads. Cause I know in the morning, Monday morning, everybody's hung out during the weekend. It's Monday morning. What are they going to do? They're going to go do their cardio first thing in the morning because they feel like a fat ass or whatever it is. They overate, whatever it is. So we tend to target certain people at certain times. And what I what we've picked up on is, uh, different people check Instagram at different times. And, yeah. and, 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 you know, so you, you, you want to target as many people as you can. And we started looking at the, I started looking at those trends and it actually works. It's worked out really well. I mean, we're growing a team amino pure, like, like you wouldn't believe it to the point that we're bringing a full, even more product. And, and to the point that I'm so, I'm selling, we're selling out of stuff uh, real quick. So it's been a success. And I think that it, from an entrepreneur standpoint, you need to start paying attention to those trends on a consistent basis in order to be successful. And, and let's be honest, I know, I know Jay's been doing this for 15 years, but an entrepreneur that doesn't pay attention to their business or at least is not constantly thinking of how to improve is kind of like one of those things you, you improve or you die. Right. Yeah. I, I talk to a lot, you know, I mentor uh, a handful of coaches right now. And I find that some people still have this idea that building a business is like this thing that you do as part of your day that you set, set aside, like this separate entity. And yeah. I try to explain to people that it is not, it's all consuming. Like it's every breath you take, you're on the fucking toilet, taking a shit. Yeah. You're thinking, <laughs> I always say if you treat it like a hobby, it will pay you like a hobby. If you treat it like a job, it'll pay you like a job. And it's funny because there's like pros and cons, like the flexibility <laughs> of being like an online coach is awesome because I can travel and I'm a single mom. And it's just like being able to like do things with my daughter and, and make changes in my day that like go go along with being a single parent of a five-year-old is uh, especially in this day and age with COVID is like, uh, I don't know what I would do without that flexibility. However, I if I'm not careful and I like start sliding back, I may not see it the first week, but then the week after the week after I'm playing catch up, I'm trying to do that. It's like, it's, it does affect everything. You have to be on top of it 24 seven. And like, right. Like Jeff, it's not like you're going to be like, I'm out of the office for three days and someone else is going to 
answer right. emails and your phone calls. Like, no, that doesn't happen. You have to work it like it's a business and it will pay you like it's a business. I'm taking time off um, because I've been hustling like hard. Like, yeah, you can say that. So I'm actually going to like take a week away from social media and I'm not taking on any new clients for the whole month of July. And I know that that's going to cut into my revenue. I know that, but I'm okay with it. Yeah. And that, that's the thing. Like you said, if you're not there, then the business doesn't run. It just yeah. grinds all. But I'm okay with that for a month. I think you need to, you need to disconnect. Uh, what, one of the things that you just mentioned right now, and I, again, I'm big on trends and patterns because my entire career has been numbers. Uh, you know, from from multi million contracts that I was doing for for aerospace, and I still do. Uh, it's all a numbers game, right? I try to when when we're dealing with a business, I try to get emotions and feelings out of the way and look at the facts, just the facts, because a lot of times they ask you. In, let me let me bring in aero, the aerospace side of me. When you're talking to a VP of a, of a very multi-billion dollar company, he doesn't give a shit about anything but how much money is this going to cost me, right? So when you're, when, you're, when you're talking about your own business, right, and I've noticed this, when I'm working on a different project, and, and Sonia knows, uh, when I'm working on a different project, sometimes I start to neglect the post with Team Amino Pure. I see the difference. I see the difference in the amount of people that are chiming in. I see... Revenue starts to go come down. The second that we start being more interactive, asking questions, posting stuff, everything starts to pick up. So it's a compensation factor from an yeah. entrepreneur. And this is actually good for a lot of coaches that are that are listening to us uh, at Hardfast Fitness and also the, the Excellence Cartel. You know, be be mindful of balance. You know, balance. There is times that I'm going, that I've disconnected and maybe I have three posts and I shut my computer down. And do I know it's do I know that it's going to affect me? Yeah, I know it's going to affect us. But it's it's a must because it affects us from a revenue standpoint. But it does it. But if it actually benefits me from a peace of mind, it allows me to relax. It allows me to be better next week, and I'm okay with that myself. So that's actually a very very good message that you that you that you provided there, Jeff. Uh, moving on. <clears throat> What's the biggest area related to your role? So, like as far as coaching that you're curious about right now, and why? And I guess Jeff will start with you, and then Jason will do you. Okay. Biggest area that I'm curious in? Yeah, like it, like like PCOS or endometriosis or like or something that you're curious about. Like that you're like, I want to know more about this you're topic. Trying to learn more about yeah. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, or like curiosity. Like for me, like uh, psychedelics and mental health. Cool, badass. I think um, women's HRT protocols and and you know because I get some clients who are always being put on testosterone pellets. And it's never a favorable result that I found. So I kind of want to deep dive into that a little bit more. And also um, like random, like random diseases, like uh, congenital adrenal hyperplasia is one of them. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have heard of that, but I actually have a client. I've heard of that. Yeah. Client with that. And, uh, you know, from my readings, you know, I discovered that, you know, they don't uh, produce cortisol. So there's like classic and non-classic and classic. They can have like an adrenal crisis and they could die if they're, if they're faced with a lot of stress. But I have a client who's non-classic that also has cortisol impairment. So I put her on protein fat and protein veggie to, to try to spike cortisol. And she lost 15 pounds in six weeks. So I've been playing around with stuff like that. So it's like weird, like, like. Did you use licorice with her at all? Or just like, or what subs did you use in that protocol? No, no supplements, just diet. Wow. Great. Wow. That's incredible. So um, I don't know if it's that that worked or is it just because it's protein and veggies and no carbs? I don't know. But, you know, I tried carbs with her and it didn't work before. So it must be the diet. 
Um, but anyway, I like, you know, finding these like unique like cases and learning like stuff that like nobody's really touching, you know? So that's, that's where I'm at right now. What about you, Jason? Um, you know, there's, there's a f- two things. One is I keep telling myself and I keep for, I'll be honest with you, I keep getting busy, but I need to do it soon. Um, but I, I've, I've answered this question before and, and it's true. I, I'm just trying to figure out how DNA testing things like 23andMe uh, play into all this. And I think that's going to be kind of the direction this goes um, in the next few years. And I keep telling myself I need to get out in front of it. Um, and I do. And I think a lot of coaches should think about that. Um, I know there's a couple good books and I'd have to Google it again, but I, I know it when I see them, but there's a few out there on, you know, decoding DNA and reading, you know, what the different um, strands uh, mean, like comped and, you know, these different things that uh, people have. Um, so I think, you know, being able to run a, you know, a DNA test and help, help people read it will be kind of another um, kind of subsect here. Uh, and then non-educational um, right now, I'm thinking on ways and strategies to really kind of just grow team Scooby prep. So I've been investigating some other coaches that coach business type things and that will help my coaches. Um, I'm beta testing TRM 10 K right now, which is trainer revenue multiplier. Um, I'm going to start building ads um, to, you know, push ads for Scooby prep consults, things like that. Those are things I've never done. We've just grown all grassroots, but it's time and I'm kind of learning it myself. So those are my two areas of growth right now um, that I think I need to kind of take a look at. And there's currently some some labs. I know there's one in Portland that does a, a full uh, fitness DNA test that will, okay. tell you, that will tell you everything you need to know on how to really tailor a program around your DNA. Like how do you process fats, Correct. protein? That's, that's right. Right. That's where I think things are heading. Um, and I think, you know, it's good to kind of get out ahead of it. And uh, that's on my list literally of to do this year. And I literally have six months to, to get it done. So it, it, I think that's, that's where everything is going. Everything that's so scientific based science, science based right now. I think that that's going to be the future because it also provides the type of fibers that you, that you actually have the majority, your upper, your upper body fibers versus your type A, type B type, you know, type one type everything's broken down and you can actually tailor your workouts around your own DNA. You can tailor your nutrition around your own DNA for better results. Some people don't genetically don't process fats as good as carbs. There's some, some people are just genetic freaks. I know, I know one five foot one, 107 pounds, 500 carbs. And they can't even, can't, can't add a pound of weight, no matter what you do to her. Right. I mean, I wish I was that person, but I'm not. So her training is going to be different. And by understanding the DNA aspect of a person's body, it is actually going to help a lot of coaches also. Right. Because I think the biggest, the the biggest thing, I think the biggest hurdle from, from coach for coaches is that the clients, especially the, the gen pop clients always expect immediate results without giving the coach time to get to know their body. Right. Because you're a coach, you need time to really understand how that, how everybody works perhaps carbs work better for this person, perhaps protein works better. And it takes time. And I think that everybody's, I think we're all guilty of it. Everybody wants everything quick. So they're not willing to invest the time. And I think that's a disservice to themselves as well. 
Yeah, for sure. Nothing comes quick in the physique building. I mean, you know, you're lucky to build five pounds of muscle a year if you're a guy and maybe adding a little testosterone, you know, after that, you know, it might be a pound or two and women are even slower. So yeah, people definitely uh, need to uh, realize that this is a lifelong endeavor and anyone you see with a good physique has been at that shit for years, unless they were just a genetic outlier. Genetic outlier. And then also like being realistic with where your hormones are at natty versus not to like, I've got a client and she's 60. No, she's 58. And it's like, she's, we've built amazing muscle. We've done a building phase and fat loss. She's shredded. I mean, she's 15% body fat and she's got, she's 155. So she's dense too. Like we've done some work. We've been together for two years and we're just coming out of a building phase, which again, it's like, she didn't want to push weight as far as I was like, we, we got to get rid of bot. We got to add it in. We got it. We got to just kind of push this. And it's like, we went into another cut and it's like, well, I don't really see that big of a difference. And I'm like, let's run labs. And she's like, my doctor said my hormones are fine. Well, three months now. And like me being like, we need to run labs. It's like, testosterone's at like eight estradiol's tank progesterone's gone and it's like yeah i'm like we gotta be realistic with what and she's like i know but i'm in these facebook groups and these girls are saying and it's i'm like you're you're not even like taking it like you're not gonna grow even if we push food you're not gonna grow in six months with no estradiol and and no tests like you just need both of them so now it's finally like okay maybe we talk the hrt route and what does that look like but it's like being realistic with where your body's at is and where your hormones are at is huge as well. One of the things that I want to talk to you guys about, and I know Jeff, you brought it up a little bit ago, HRT for women. It's actually one of the things that when, and I've been talking to, to, uh, to Chris over at Rejuvenate, it is, it is actually the fastest growing, including over men with women on HRT is it's fa- it's growing faster than men. Of course, men are predominantly more, we have, they get more business out of, of the male population because of, of TRT, but women, a lot of people are starting to understand that women need testosterone. And once they get to a certain age, and it is not, not only age dependent, it's also, you know, genetics. Uh, you could be 30, you could be 30 and have eight. I was talking to a girl who was 11. She's, and I kept telling her, let me look at your blood work. Let's look at your blood work. Let's look at the blood work. And she, you know, I'll get you with Chris. We'll, we'll take a look. She's 29 and was 11 on her, yeah, on her test. Same. I mean, mine were, t- mine tanked. I mean, my hormones, I work with Jason. I mean, you've all seen, my hormones were absolutely tanked. It's like, sometimes you just need, and also like, like Jeff was saying, it's like the type matters. Like I did the creams in my body. I was on the creams for almost like a year and it was like, 15, 15, maybe 17 on a good day. I mean, mine got a little bit high recently, but I was having a lot of fun with it. (laughs) Like, but really it's just like, I went into ejectables and it was game over. It was a complete game changer. Absolutely made the the biggest difference. I was like, wow, this, this is, this literally feels like completely different. So the claim, the claim between creams and injectables is that the cream, actually there's new technology that comes out. Just talk to a, to a a lab um, today. Matter of fact, and uh, they have new technology that just came out. That's just been approved not so long ago. That basically says that the cream is a hundred percent correlates to the actual injection. And I question it because, as you know, in, to me, injectables are king. Like you can't beat an injectable. I, I, we've even had this discussion with people tell me, you know, uh, I drink this powder. Let's talk about amino pump, for example. I drink this powder. I said, look, man. You can take 10 grams, 20, 15 grams of whatever pre-workout, amino pump will smoke it. And I'll tell you why. It's injectable. 
vitamins injectable. It's going to be night and day difference. Now with different liposomal, you know, um, I guess technology, if you want to call it, you could get close to it, but I have yet to see I've not done, I've done the studies and I talked to Chris, I have yet to see something from a cream standpoint that actually matches an injectable. So we'll, we'll see. I think technology is evolving. And that's the thing is like, I know what they say. I'm just speaking from my personal in almost three years of labs and data. And I am, I get labs all the time. I track my numbers. We make it like, it's, it's really, it was, I was like, wow, I didn't even expect, I honestly was like, I'll probably just be a non-responder. And it's just like, wow, that actually made a big difference. And in fact, because my body wasn't responding on the creams, we went pretty high in the beginning for injectables. And then we, and then we pulled back down, but it was, you know, game changer. Yeah. You sound different. Did you change your microphone? You sound a little more coarse today. You don't sound as high pitched. No, my test is kicking in. (laughs) (laughs) I took my mic off. I told you I don't like that mic. Oh, it was okay, a- I already got one more question on the softer side of emotional, being in touch emotionally with yourself, guys. Oh, What's the most important thing you've learned in your life? What was it like before you learned it? And what is your life like since learning it? Jeff will go with you first. First? Ah, uh, Jesus. And it can't uh, be shopping, Gucci, anything. What what did I, have I learned? I've learned that like. And then what was your life like before learning it? So it's something impactful. All right. Well, I think my life has changed a lot in the last, I don't know, maybe like three to five years. I feel like before I wanted to be this successful person and more well-known. Um, and I wanted to be really, really good and respected at what I do. And I wanted to make a lot of money and I'm getting there right now. Like I'm making more money than I ever thought that I would. And I can tell you that money doesn't make you any happier. It actually creates more anxiety. Um, and nobody cares how much Taxes and headaches. Or <laughs> oh God, no Whether you bought a house or not or, or whatever. Nobody cares. And I have found that the more I've worked, the worse my relationships personally have become. And I have way less friends now than I did five years ago or 10 years ago. I find myself not being able to identify with people. Um, And I find myself very alone at times, unless I talk to people who are in my same predicament, I guess. Um, Because, you know, when you want to run a successful business, you're very driven to the point where you're obsessive. And I tend to, like, look down on people who aren't as obsessive at something as I am. And I can't identify with people like that. I can't be friends with you. And that limits me severely. And so I'm kind of like stuck in this, like this weird limbo right now where I'm trying to figure out what my meaning is, a higher calling or whatever. Do I keep chasing this, like being a famous, like online coach one day thing, making a million dollars maybe. Um, Or do I just kind of call it at some point and say, Hey, I'm happy. So, you know, it's funny that you you say all those things because everything you just said is what I go through. But to me, to me, it's not the money that I chase. I'll be honest with you. I like nice things. Fuck, I like, I love cars. I like nice cars. I like nice clothes. I like nice things, period. You know what, you know what drives me? The challenge. Mm. Grind. That fucking grind is what drives me. Like, I don't, I always say, hey, and, and this is a motto that I followed through my entire career. I've been doing aerospace for 24 years now. And I'm really well known in my industry because people think, well, they, they know me as a guy that comes in and fixes shit. Like if, if you have an issue with your process from a sales standpoint, I go in, I take, I charge you a fuckload of money. I go in, take three months, 
I evaluate and then I make changes. This has got to go. This has got to go. This has got to go. This is my opinion. Take it or leave it. This is what, what, what I do. I consult, right? So, but you start to become obsessive about every detail. And that's how I am. I become obsessive about packaging, about this and about that. And you have to have it, but then you're, you're absolutely right. You get that tunnel vision where if somebody else is not as obsessed as you are, you kind of like, like, what are you doing? Right. So you're, you, you get to, I mean, it's, it's like you, everything you said is what I go through consistently. But to me, it's not as much as the money, because I believe that if you put the, your best foot forward, if you put the best intentions, one of the things that I was reading on, on Jason's, uh, uh, Instagram, a lot of people were basically commending how Jason takes so much care about people, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a great coach. He, he really cares about putting your health first. And I think that when you do that, when you're putting the, the fundamentals of, hey, let's not, let's not think about money. Money will come. Right. If you're an expert in your craft, if you become an expert in your craft and, and people buy into it and they remember you, mm-hmm. the money will be there. I think chasing money is, it's backwards, right? You got to chase the craft, be an expert in your field, be great at what you do. And to me, like people that I look up to, I look up to people like Chris, I look up to people like Jason. I look, I, I don't know you, Jeff, but I'm sure I'm, I'm going to look up to you as well. What can I gain from you guys? It's going to make me that much better. I have goals now. Like I said it to myself earlier today. I said, Hey, by next year, I will become a hormone expert because I'm learning so much from Chris. I'm learning so much and putting all of it together. And I'm having aha moments of like, okay, once you put everything together, you're like, it all makes sense. If you really, if you look at the big picture, right, it all makes sense. So everything you said, it's just, man, it's, you nailed it. Right. And I think disconnecting from that and not losing track of people and understanding how people are different is is definitely key. Jason, you're up. I mean, I could go so many directions with this. I mean, I'm freaking 43 and I've reflected on a million and one things over my life. Right. Um, but you know, I think in my twenties, um, probably to my mid thirties, um, work was super important. Um, financial freedom was super important and it probably drove me to be a little selfish. Um, and it's hard like to admit that shit, you know, but it just, does and it did uh i'm trying to do better now um i feel like my relationships so far are whether it was one that needed more care i feel like they're improving and whether it's new ones i feel like i've got it to where um you know i'm just able to balance things a little better and give more of myself to other people it's it's still sometimes hard um when you've got a lot of people relying on you and wanting a little of your time but i'm trying to be um, less selfish. It's a work in progress. Um, but I know that as I've done it, I feel better about myself. My relationships improve and my new relationships are better. So that's kind of what I've kind of one thing that I've focused on, <clears throat> you know, noticing about myself and then trying to improve it. And then how it's kind of benefited, uh, me. So funny because it's like the same, all the same shit, right? That we sounds like uh, maybe we all go through on a certain level where we chase a certain thing, and then we start to realize like what we really gave up in the pursuit of like quote unquote happiness, right? And I know that my drive and all that kind of stuff uh, in the beginning when I spoke with my husband, I was like, he just doesn't understand my drive and my grit. And then looking back, once I was able to like do some work and really reflect and like work through my shit, I was like, 
damn, I really just didn't prioritize things right. And I always made, and even as a mom, like my kid always came second from my business and like, I need to get this cause I got to do this and I'm on this goal and I'm trying to do this. And it's like, it really does shut a lot of people out and it makes people feel like they're not important to you and that, okay, I, whatever you do you. And I still got to focus on me doing me in that like selfish way. So I think it's a big thing that a lot of people eventually have to go through, but sometimes yep. you have to lose it's interesting what you just said, Sonia, because I was going to ask you. Now it's your turn, Sonia. You, you give us, but you already did. So uh, one of the things- I'm two marriages in and still trying to figure my shit out. And not like like I always do that, but my hustle and my grind and my, my go, go, go mentality, it's like not everyone is meant for that. And learning where it's like learning to just be present in the moment is like the biggest thing that I've like gotten in the past, especially with COVID. Like what lesson can I learn from this is like, do I always need to be doing something? And really as a coach, it's been the biggest blessing for me to have walked through that. And now I use it with my clients where I'm like, what if we just didn't do something? Because sometimes it's like, Hey coach, I need a task. I need this. I need that. I need this. It's like, cool. Why don't we not like, why don't we take some things off of your plate and learn how to just sit and be still sit and have dinner with your family, sit and like, just be. And a lot of times I think even as women, we're just so feeling like there's always something we, and I'm sure men too, but like, I was about to say, this is everybody, not just women. Doing, yeah. yeah, exactly. And it's like, oh, I'm wasting, especially as a business owner, like, okay, cool. There's always billing and emails and promoting. There's always something you could be doing that sometimes you'll be in a movie theater sitting down at dinner and people are just chit chatting to catch up with each other. And you're kind of thinking, I got some things I got to do. And it's hard. Cause like, here I am like just trying to experience life. Cause I spent so much of my life just fucked off when I was young that I'm like trying to travel and experience relationships. And I'm like, okay, cool. We can do this, but I got to go do work from this time to this time. And I got to do that. And people, like I said, like that almost like disconnected where you're, everyone's talking, but you're thinking about your business. <laughs> you're like, how do I let go of that? You know, it's hard. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at three very alpha people. And I think you guys are all somewhat alphas. And I think that it, it the, the grind, as you guys, as you mentioned, it's not for everybody. This shit is not for everybody. Uh, starting a business is not for everybody. Not everybody was meant to be an entrepreneur. Not everybody has that, that drive. And some people can take it not only from a, from a uh, entrepreneur standpoint, but it's just not in their DNA. You know, it's just not, they're not built that way. Some people are just, they just want to cruise through life and you know, it's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. I think that uh, for people like Sonia and Jason, Jason has been doing this for a long time. He's in a whole different place now. Uh, I myself building businesses is, is, is something that I've been doing for a while now, but now I'm doing it for myself, which is different. Right. I got tired of, like I always mentioned, I got tired of making a lot of money for other people. It's time to do it for myself now, because if I've been successful with other people, you know, but it's kind of like starting from scratch because I have no time. But one of the things that you brought up is prioritizing. What I'm learning now, and I'll share my experience real quick, is I have narrowed down the amount of people that are in my inner circle to five, maybe six. And that's my family and my closest friends and people that I want to believe that are are looking after my, my best interest and vice versa. Everybody else, unfortunately, at this particular time has to take a back seat because 
I don't have that much time, but I need to learn to prioritize because somebody told me, somebody very special to me told me something yesterday. I was a fucking walking stress bomb yesterday over the last couple of days uh, with some launches and, you know, the SARMS launch, the peptide launch, uh, Rejuvenate, HRT, our, our, our partnership with those guys. It, it's, it, I'm just a walking stress bomb, working 14 hours a day sometimes, and I'm very short with some people, right? Sometimes I'm, I'm very short, and not because I want to, but because I get bombarded with emails and bombarded with messages. And it's kind of like, yes, da, 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 no, da, da, da. and then one of those emails was my mother <laughs> and, and mom is a different place, right? Cause mom is kind of like, she's like, why are you, what's wrong? Why are you so short? And you know, somebody that's very special to me said, you know, be careful about the relationships that you're going to miss out on. And that hit home. So I had to ponder and sit there and be like, okay, what, what am I losing by being so driven? So it's a balancing act, man. It's a fucking balancing act where you want to be successful, but at times you can be successful and make sure that you, you're continuing to foster the relationship with people that matter the most. And people that matter to me are people that are around me, uh, people that I consider my friends, uh, true, genuine friends without any, any um, expectations. And I think that's, that's key. And I think you guys all nailed it. Uh, I think that people that are listening to us can gain from that, knowing that, hey, not every single one of these guys probably spends countless, countless hours on their grind, on their craft, and uh, it's to be commended. And that's basically to help people achieve what they want to achieve. The goal for us, for, for Team Amino Pure, for Amino Pure, for Rejuvenate HRT, we're not chasing money, right? It's, it's the fundamentals of what I said. It is a business. Yes, we need to make money. Yes, we want to make, live well, all of that. But the number one goal is helping people. And I think every single one of you guys, from Jeff to Jason to Sonia, the primary goal is how do I, get, how do I become better so that I can help more people? And that's what I gained from Jason. I really, I, I mean, I think we go through life and we meet people and they don't understand the impact that they have on us. And then later on, we share that. It's like, hey, remember that one day you said this? It changed my life. And they're like, really? It could be the little things, right? And I hope that people out there listening to us can, yeah. can get that little nugget. And I hope that if we, and I always tell people, Sonia, when people send me messages saying like, man, your podcast changed my life. And I said, really? What, did, what, what actually happened that changed your life? And then they start getting into these, all these issues that they're having. And I'm like, if we make that one change, then our job is done. Yeah, that's it, what... I didn't make any money off that DM. I don't really give a shit about money. It's was, like change. Go ahead, Sonia. Yeah. I was just, I was literally just saying this yesterday. Cause I, I, there's this course I want to do. Actually, I want to do the nutrition dynamic uh, course or like 10 month thing. And I, I literally am in the middle of doing a 16 month, like functional nutrition course right now. That's super in depth. And I'm like in it and I love it. And it's funny because I was like, it's this investment that you put in your education and moving forward. Like I know Jeff you've done, and I know Jason you've done. And I, and I still, I, I, buy, I do your guys' courses. I put money into my education constantly. And it's funny though, because yesterday I had a client who couldn't lose weight, whatever. And we finally got labs back from her doctor. And it's like insulin's at 23, fasted blood glucose is 10. Uh, A1C is like 5.9 and she's again, doctor was like, thyroid's fine. Thi well, we ran TPO antibodies. Like she has hot, like full blown Hashi's TPOs are like, like 19 or 20. Like she's got all this stuff going on. And I was actually like, 
I was saying like, that's the shit that matters the most is because what we're going to start to do to change her to change isn't about her waistline and the scale. Like she's going to add years to her life because of the work that we're going to do together. And we're doing it hand in hand where she's actually learning about food and food values. So she can sustain these things long-term hopefully, right. God willing, because there's still some self-defeating behavior out there, but it's like, that's the shit that gets me going every single day more than anything else is knowing that like someone is going to have a better quality of life and live longer for a family that they love so much that they would literally give their health for they're going to have more years with those people as well badass badass i love the message that you guys all shared so let me let me ask i know we're getting ready to close here jason you've been doing let's start with jason here you've been doing this for a long fucking time dude yeah so if you had to go back in time and and this is a question that i ask even myself if i knew back then what i know now and let's get it let's get back into fitness here for a little bit um if you could go back in time and change certain things of the way that you used to coach and how you manipulated, let's say, macros or hormones or whatever it is, what is the message that you what, – what is that one thing that you would change? You know, the one thing I wish I could change is um, all the times that I had a client who – kind of just wasn't responding. And I'd say, well, go, go check with your doctor, you know? And, um, of course everything would come back. Oh, he said, I'm fine. And then I didn't know what the fuck to do, you know? And then usually the relationship would kind of end or you'd see them like in powerlifting because they didn't, you know, they can't lose weight. So now they're a power lifter, you know, and they're talking bad about bodybuilding. And I'm like, damn, man, like I turned them off of bodybuilding. You know, <laughs> it, 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 you know? I was like, what, what can I do to fix this? Cause like, obviously they're not really getting help with their doctor. So that's what got me into functional, man. I hated the fact that I'd get like, especially with women, like you'd almost have like a 50, 50 shot that to someone who hired you, if they were a female was really going to respond to diet or not, because nine out of 10, they'd already been with other coaches who've already, they can't lose weight on their own. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, They've already pushed their adaptation. So like, you know, so I was getting women. I'm like, it was going to be a 50, 50, whether I was even going to get them in shape. And then I'm like, what the fuck? Why, why do I got to keep telling them to go check with their doctor, you know? And I, I just hate that I didn't impact their lives better. Like those are the things I wish I could go back and change. Um, but like I said, that's what made me like push forward and kind of be like, all right, I see this functional side. It's necessary. It's needed. Um, you know, I can keep people in the sport and keep them enjoying it. And so I wish I could go back and kind of touch on those people's lives that I just kind of let slip through. I think functional is the future. I mean, we're going to definitely do that with rejuvenate as well. You got to be able to do both. I mean, you know, you've got to be able to keep people healthy and then that's going to keep them progressing. And, you know, if you can't, you know, um, generally read some lab work for your clients and do it properly and then have an understanding of what can kind of help, you know, boost, decrease, whatever direction you need to go, uh, manipulate the the body. You, you, uh, you're going to, you're going to get left in the dust. Like I said, you're going to have clients who just leave you because they can't progress. So it's, it's yeah. uh, one of those things from talking to Chris Neal uh, over at Rejuvenate. One of the things that actually sold Chris on the, the concept behind Rejuvenate was we wanted to be different. Uh, everybody's doing HRT. So how is Rejuvenate going to be different than everybody else? We're going to focus on lifestyle. We're going to focus on functional because I think I really do believe like what you're saying. Functional is the future. Uh, more and more people are becoming more aware about uh, micro, micronutrients, micronutrient deficiency, hormonal imbalance and lifestyle. Uh, I think honestly, start with lifestyle, making those tweaks, more water, more protein, more sleep, get your hormones balanced, et cetera, et cetera. So I think that's, that's all key. And, and some, some good, good shit right there. Um, Jeff, what about you? I would say um, not being so fixed on one way of approaching things 
and being more adaptive in my toolbox, I guess, as that has grown over time. Because in the beginning, you know, when I was first getting into coaching, I had like only like a few ways of approaching things. And I would say, oh, you have to do it this way or there's no other way to do it. You have to follow the plan this way. And a lot of clients couldn't do that for a variety of different reasons. So one of the messages I send out to coaches now who mentor with me, and I, and I talk about this often, is that you really want to meet a client where they are at right now, not only physically, but also mentally and emotionally, because the, at the end of the day, if the client can't comply, they can't comply. So you got to work around that in some way and, and compromise with your own expectations and say, okay, well, you probably aren't going to get them to drop that 10 pounds per month that you want to do and share on Instagram and say, Hey, look at me. I'm such a great coach. You might only get them to lose half a pound, but you keep that client for the whole year and you're successful rather than losing them after you get them to drop 20 and they give up. So that's so good too. Cause I think that's a, that's a huge thing that like, as a coach, it's like you went in the beginning, you're like, okay, I got, I got my tools. Like I've got five things there. I got a hammer. I got a screwdriver. I've got some butts and some notes, some notes and butts, some bolts and nuts. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's no effects of any of this on your brain now, but, um, it, and it's funny because you have these expectations that you put on something and sometimes it's based off our own experience. So we're like, I don't understand why you can't just track your macros or log your food. And it's like coming from eating meal plans or doing this for a different culture and reasons and stepping up on stage. And honestly, they're just like for them drinking their water and getting in their protein throughout the day is like the biggest win they're going to have for like the first couple of weeks. And just knowing how to be like, okay, that's still a win and not be like, we're still not doing it. We're still not getting there and defeating them and kind of just being realistic with what they're, where they're actually starting and where their willingness is and how you can kind of get them going in that direction. Same thing. Like I said in the beginning, like I wasn't doing meal plans. I was kind of like anti-meal plans in a way. And now I'm just like, especially for these people, it's like, how do I just get you feeling your best right away? And how do we just take out like any of the guesswork or whatever, just follow this. And a lot of times it ends up being so much less stressful for them. Cause they're like, I'm learning to track, but I have my training wheels on just like you said. And then we kick them off and they're like, they're making better choices based around the same structure of, of meal timing. Right. Dog diet. You got to follow the dog, dog diet. diet. I know. I need my own name for it. I was like, damn it, dude. But yeah. I think it's the approach to being able to have the flexibility to change. Not a coach, um, but having the flexibility to change, um, you know, based on people and the goals. Not everybody wants to get shredded, but, uh, you know, some uh, adaptability. People change. People's perspective changes. You know, it's like a, a gentleman that I, that is a very big customer and follows us a lot, sends me messages all the time talks about how he struggles with certain aspects of nutrition and adhering to a diet. And I said, well, what else, what else are you struggling with? How much are you sleeping? Why don't you work on that? Work on sleep being a little bit more, work on getting a little bit more protein, baby steps. You know, I think the biggest yeah, misconception, right. biggest misconception is like, okay, starting today, I'm going to go on a diet, I'm going to eat fruit and vegetables, and I'm going to go on a thousand calories. And that's the goal, Right. Well, you're setting yourself up for failure, right? And, and this guy's like, I think he's eating a thousand calories and he's a big boy. Um, so fundamentals, it goes back to what, what Sony always preaches, it's fundamentals. Um, and that's basically it, guys. It's just, it's been a really good pleasure having you guys on today, yeah. learning a little bit more about who Jason is, learning a little bit more about who Jeff is. We miss, we miss Jeff Black. I know he has some stuff to take care of, but it's been a great episode for our listening audience to follow you guys on, at, at the Excellence Cartel. And some of the stuff that we're going to be collaborating together with uh, Team Amino Pure. Uh, any questions? Any last questions, comments, Sonia? 
Dude, it, no, it was actually really cool to just get to get to know you guys on this level too, and hear where you guys are at mentally and the challenges you go through in business. And and I think that's actually just like from a standpoint, like if people want to learn from these two masterminds and Jeff Black too, like absolutely the excellence cartel is amazing. Both these coaches have education that coaches can take from them via zoom. Um, and so I definitely would recommend to at least follow them and start learning just next level approaches that you can take, not only as a coach, but just in lifestyle, like we said, educate yourself and don't just look for the answers. Um, and they're masters of education. So make sure to check them out. I'm glad we had you guys on and then hopefully we'll have you guys back for some fun, for (laughs) the words for some fun topics as well. So that's, yeah, that's, that's very much always come back. You know know what's really cool? You know what's really cool, guys, is that you guys shared a different perspective because a lot of times when you have coaches that have businesses or even people in general, people forget that these people are human beings and they go through their own fucking physical struggles. They go through their own mental struggles. They go through answering, dealing with a hundred personalities, right, Jay? Dealing with a hundred different people on message and keep in mind they're human beings like everybody else says, right? They're going to get frustrated sometimes and understand that their time is valuable. It's as valuable as yours. And uh, it's awesome to have you guys. I mean, thank you so much for being on here today. I know this was a little bit of a different, a different topic. We're going to definitely have, I love having Jason in every time we've had Jason, we spin a, a hit Jeff looking forward to having you as well to dive a little bit more on the scientific approach, different sides of nutrition and whatnot. And uh, I think that's pretty much it. Thank you so much for guys for, for being on here. Like I always say, guys, thank you for listening to us at Harfax fitness. Uh, I've looked at the numbers. We're growing every single week and we're excited about that. Um, we actually, I'm super excited that our female population is actually growing and growing. And you know, I was like, we started at 96, 97% male. We're like at 70, 30 now. So we're hoping that we can shed a lot of light from a functional medicine standpoint, from knowledge to a lot of ladies out there and uh, to all the guys out there doing what they do. You know, this is, this is a lifestyle thing. And we want to thank you for listening to us. Any questions with hormones, any questions with nutrition we have, our network is constantly constantly growing. We can get you connected to, uh, to Jeff and Jason and even Sonia. And, uh, if it's a hormone balance issue, we can definitely get you scheduled with, uh, with Chris to really fix your hormonal balance issues that you may be having. So we're excited for the partnerships. Thank you guys. As always, I always say God first family second. Uh, thank you for listening to us and thank you for supporting us. Thanks guys.